Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. watch our own words as well. Ephesians 4.29, let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth, but what is good for necessary edification. Of course, that word edification just means building up. Is this going to add value to the person's life? Is it, is it somehow going to bring strength and, and is it going to build them? Words have power and you can yield that power for good or for destruction. Well, today, Pastor Robert urges you to consider how you are using your words. Do they encourage and build up the people around you? Or do the things you say tear them down? God wants you to be aware of how your words affect others. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew, chapter 22, with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. The Bible says that contentions and strife are also products of our flesh and of our pride. I have a couple of good friends that over the years, you know, but just contentious. Just love stirring the pot, creating something to argue about. First Corinthians chapter three, verse three, the apostle Paul was confronting the spiritual immaturity of the leaders of the church in Corinth. He said this, he says, you're still carnal. Now he had just finished complimenting their, their knowledge, their eloquence, their, their spiritual giftedness. And he says, but you're still you're carnal. You're fleshly. For where there are envy, strife, and divisions among you, are you not carnal and behaving like mere men? He says, you're not spiritual at all. You're, you know a lot of spiritual terminology. You, you know a lot of stuff, but you're not actually putting it into practice in your, in your life. So even though you can quote a lot of Scripture, you're not living a lot of Scripture. So 1 Timothy 3.3 makes it very clear that a Christian shouldn't be quarrelsome. So the first takeaway, be alert to the reasons behind the words, whether somebody else is using the words or you are. We're admonished in Scripture. We're warned about smooth talkers, but, but, but we're also admonished to watch our own words as well. Ephesians 4.29, let no corrupt word proceed 
out of your mouth, but what is good for necessary edification. Of course, that word edification just means building up. Is this going to add value to the person's life? Is it, is it somehow going to bring strength and, and is it going to build them? That it may impart grace to the hearers? Now, listen, you got, you got to know, okay, this one drills me right to the heart because my mouth, I, I, I really have to, I'm getting better, but it sure is slow progress. The second takeaway, he says, render therefore to Caesar the things that are Caesar's and to God the things that are God's. The question was about paying taxes, and, and, and Jesus pointed out that the coin bore the image and inscription of Caesar. Paying taxes to Caesar was well and good, but human beings were made in the image of God. Every Jew who heard Jesus speak knew exactly what he was implying with his answer. The inscription on that Roman coin referred to Tiberius as the son of the, quote, divine Augustus. On the flip side of the coin, it, had, it was abbreviated, but the abbreviation stood for Pontifex Maximus, high priest. The implication being they should be worshiping Caesar. Jesus confronted the fact that just as the coin bears the image of Caesar, your life bears the image of your creator. So he flipped it on. See, that's why they were, they were marveling at what he did to them. Because he took this seemingly straightforward question about taxes and used it to just beat them into the dirt with one simple statement. Because you see, they all would have known by heart what they refer to, what they call the Shema, right? Deuteronomy chapter six, verses four and five. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength. How much of your strength? All of it. When Jesus told him to render to God the things that are God's, it nailed them. It absolutely nailed them because it's impossible for a broken, messed up human being like you. I'm doing pretty good, but you're seriously messed up. You guys know what I'm saying. It's impossible for us to love God with the entirety of our being. I mean, my goodness. We're just, we're just too flawed. That's why Jesus had to come. If you could have done it without him, he could have stayed in heaven and just said, go for it. You know, I wonder if the Apostle Paul, being a good Pharisee himself, remember, I wonder if he was thinking about this when he wrote Romans 12, 1 and 2. I beseech you, therefore, I beg you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice. A living sacrifice. I mean, just the incredible imagery there. Holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. 
So our, our, our third and final takeaway ties into that. See, implied in the answer that Jesus gave to this unlikely alliance between the politicians and the priests is the reminder that the eternal should always take priority over the temporal. Yes, give to government, politics, whatever consideration is appropriate, but give only to God your ultimate loyalty and worship. Within the inner circle of Jesus that day was Matthew, the tax collector, who wrote this for us. That's what we're studying. It's what he wrote about, right? But there was also Simon the Zealot. The Zealots, well, they were that insurrectionist group that said no taxes should ever be paid to our oppressors. But see, whatever disagreements they had about politics, whatever disagreements they had about a posture toward Rome, they had put all that aside. They had become followers of Jesus. The tax collector and the terrorist, because that's what we would have called them today. But they came together in Christ. And they didn't allow whatever political beliefs they held to separate them or to distract them from the mission he gave them. And neither should we. If you're a follower of Christ, and that's not number one in your personal identity above your political affiliation, then you're in sin. You, you, you have an idol that you're putting ahead of Christ, ahead of God. And he'll, he'll let you get away with that for a little while, but eventually you suffer the consequences of it. Revelation 11, verse 15 tells us that at some point in the future, an angel will blow his trumpet and we will hear loud voices in heaven saying, the kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. You and I are commanded to live our lives today with that reality in view, in his kingdom. This first book of the New Testament informs you well about the Son of God, Jesus Christ. It details his birth and life, his ministry and then his death. But it also tells you that he rose again. Jesus is victorious over death. And even more, he's alive today. Your Savior lives and you can rejoice in that. As you listen to Pastor Robert's message today on Main Thing Radio, you may have realized that you've never given your life to Jesus. Or maybe you've been a believer for a while, but you haven't taken steps to actively live for Christ in your daily life. Today's the day to change that. You can start right now. We'd love to talk to you. Give us a call at 305-531-2730. That's 305-531-2730. 
We're so glad you joined us today. You can hear more teachings from this series in Matthew right now by visiting MainThingRadio.com or just download our mobile app. We'd love to connect with you on Facebook and Twitter too. There you'll be able to get the latest information on Main Thing Radio and Calvary Miami Beach. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel. Find links at MainThingRadio.com. We'd like to meet you too. You're invited to be part of our worship time at Calvary Miami Beach. Just visit the church page under About at MainThingRadio.com. That's all for today. Thanks for tuning in to Main Thing Radio. Radio.